Good morning to you all. This is Paul having a cup of tea in Ireland, surrounded by snow. Yeah, I'm, I'm completely surrounded by snow. I can't turn right or left without bumping into snow, coming down. Yeah. And Mead County Council said this morning, again, roads, some of them completely impassable. And the council said that in places, the snow is waist deep. So obviously, there's no way anybody's going to get through those roads until that is either ploughed or is cleared in some way. Uh, now, that's what it's like in County Mead. It's nothing like that here. It's, um, there is snow all around the house. Okay. I'm not going to go drive in the car and I'm wondering how on earth are the dog, is the dog going to get exercise? Because Louis is very aware of the snow and does not want to go out. thirsty dog. He, he does not want to go outside. I've opened the back door for him and he hasn't gone out. So I reckon I'm going to have to put on Wellingtons after breakfast and uh, go out with him on a lead. don't think he'll willingly go out. supplies of milk in this house so human life will be able to continue last night so that the cat flap would be able the cat would be able to go out. You see it would just happen that a few couple of days ago the cat flap broke first I don't know how so the cat can't go in out a flap with a flap either has to be fully open or shut. So means that a human has to intervene and lift the cat flap and put it down again. Cat pushing door open, going in to see if I presume the cat has food. Hello, Puma. Yes, you have food. Here, here, look, look. There we are. There we are. There's your food. Right, well, it'll be interesting to see what's going to happen today. Very interesting. It'll be interesting to see who goes out. This is not what those of you in Sweden, Norway, Canada, 
East Coast United, Northeast Coast United States would think was anything other than a light dusting of snow. I'd say now out there that there are about four inches of snow on in our garden. I'd say about four inches. I wasn't fearful for my life or for any injuries when I went walking in the snow in Wellington's this morning in one pair of socks. But little did I know that if I had hung back a bit longer, I could have had advice from an expert. So, Robert Neal, I am back intact. I did have an accident, which I'll tell you about in a minute. But first of all, just have a listen to the wonderful advice which my um, czar of the snow over there in western Ontario has to offer. Paul, I, I don't want to sound like a know-it-all from some place where there's snow all the time in the winter, but um, I... I was just a little concerned. You mentioned that you were about to go outside in the snow. You said you had about four inches and you were going out in your Wellingtons. Now I know there are there are Wellingtons uh, outfitted for winter that are very heavily insulated, but there's a couple of things in my experience uh, with Wellingtons in the winter. Um, well. I don't use them in the winter. I use my winter boots, which is something else. But of course, you sh uh, you you wouldn't have winter boots possibly if you're only going to use them every ten years. But Wellingtons, the the cold will penetrate very quickly, and they can be quite slippery. So do be careful. So and again, at risk of sounding like a supercilious know-it-all, I would. Uh, suggest that you wear um, a very thick dense woolen pair of socks and I'm sure you must have those and uh, perhaps even two or three layers of socks of that kind to guard against the penetrating cold through the thin rubber of a Wellington and the other thing about a Wellington is that um, the reason it's so slippery is that it's made out of a very hard rubber uh, they're used in the uh, warmer weather, going through uh, wet territory, and very useful for that purpose. But in the colder weather, that hard rubber becomes rock hard and very slippery underfoot. So I would suggest that when walking in the snow with Wellingtons, uh, you avoid pushing off. Uh, with your your back foot as you normally would when you walk, but rather lift straight up and uh, throw your leg forward and uh, move yourself forward in that way as if walking in snowshoes or or walking in uh, a shallow marsh in your your wellies. You pick your foot up high, put it forward, so you're never uh, applying that force underfoot that's going to uh, is going to cause you to slip. 
So uh, forgive my my preachiness, but um, I was just a little concerned, and I noticed since you said you were going to out into the snow in Wellingtons that um, hmm, we haven't heard from you since. If only I'd had that advice about lifting my leg in a particular way while walking in the snow in the Wellingtons. Oh my goodness, how different my life would have been. You see, I did exactly what Robert warned me against doing. I moved my heel of my right foot down first. Or pushed backwards with it. Yes, that's it. Anyway, I slipped. I crashed. Uh, and that that's when the disaster almost happened because my daughter's iPhone or the one that she's been lent fell out of my pocket onto the snow. I picked myself up, no injuries, but I was about to continue walking down Churchill when my neighbour with whom I was walking noticed that there was an iPhone in the snow. Well, I wouldn't have been able to go home if that iPhone had been lost. And I dread to think what might have happened to it if it had lain in the snow, because it kept on snowing. Now, light snow, I have to say. But anyway, breathed a great sigh of relief dusted myself down when, when we got to the bottom of the hill, went into Mace, which is what the shop is called, and it's got, you know, it's a filling station, petrol station, went into Mace, two cups of coffee and a roll containing sausage, bacon and um, potato fritters or something. Anyway, it was really nice being down there. There were several people in and out while we were there. And it, occasionally a car would come along. One of the most dramatic sights was a woman in a car going down Churchill. And it wasn't in a four-wheel drive. It certainly didn't look as if she was a highly experienced driver under conditions like this. Since we haven't had conditions like this probably since 2010. So she went down the hill, and, uh, well, myself and our, my neighbour uh, thought she was crazy, but we didn't know what pressure she was under, and she might, it might have been something terribly important that required her to drive down the hill. Because when you push the snow back, underneath the snow was ice, really ice. There was a, no, um, nothing to grip onto. Anyway, we went down, very nice chat, took a few photographs, and uh, that was, and returned home safely. And I've now had a bit of lunch, had breakfast there, time passed. It, it, it's lovely here, actually. Kids are outside, massive big snowmen made, several other snowmen made, or should I call them snow persons? these days, yeah, probably should call them, you know, snow creatures. Yeah, snow creatures, that's a better one. Um, 
So snow creatures built. Um, snow creatures are creatures that have a carrot for their nose and a lump of coal for the buttons on their their snowy jacket. Absolutely. So I'm back home now watching a bit of television just seeing how the rest of Ireland and the UK is doing. Cup of tea finished and I think it's almost time to drink some alco alcohol. Feels like if I had whiskey now I'd be drinking it but I gave up whiskey some time ago in favour of gin. So I don't think I have any decent whiskey here. Anyway, it's still bright outside. Um, oh yes, a neighbour called to collect her daughter. And she called with another daughter of hers and uh, they stayed about three quarters of an hour. Thank goodness, I was very keen for them to stay. I don't like it when people come to the door, do the business and walk off. I like to bring them in. All right, cheerio for now and thanks Robert.